Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the Polished Lens by the Perception Shaper podcast show that will help shape your perception about life so you can live a better life and thrive. On Polished Lens, I will share deep and diverse perspectives about life from learnings gathered over the years from my studies, experiences, and conversations with people. If you're at a crossroad in transition through phases or making a critical daily decision, this is the show you don't want to miss. Welcome to February, everybody. (laughs) I believe your January was indeed a great start to the year and decade. And did anyone else feel it went by so fast? Oh dear. (laughs) We're in a fast-paced year, everyone. We better start changing the gears and the speed so we can stay in the flow of all that it has in it for us. It'll be nice to hear from you all on the tests you've encountered this year already. Remember the categories I shared on the last episode? Confirmation test, awareness triggers, catalyst test, and transition zone test. I shared a post last week on a test that came in some conversation I had with a consultant earlier on in January and how it shifted my outlook to my work, my oh my. <laughs> Let me just say, please embrace those tests in the way you can so you can get the very best out of them. I know some would be thinking, Falafayo, what is Canadian? <laughs> well, for most of us that grew up in Lagos in the early 80s, I think they still have that product, the milk brand now, though I'm not sure because that's not a brand that we use anymore at home. You remember the Canadian milk, liquid milk in a small can? We used to call it tinned milk then. So that's where <laughs> this episode for today is going to be starting from. It's based on a story about the dreams, one particular one actually, that my husband had growing up. I'll probably also talk about my own dream that I had growing up as a child as well. (laughs) Yes, yes, so we'll take it up from there. Okay, as a young boy, because of the financial situation of the family that my husband grew up in, for a meal, for example, that required taking milk, it had to be measured. I think this was something that probably happened for a lot of families, especially during the structural adjustment program in Nigeria then. They had to measure the milk per person using a tablespoon. So maybe for some meals, depending, they had to take one tablespoon or two tablespoons, you know, basically rationing those food items, yeah, so that it would last long in order to maximize the budget. And this made my husband have one dream in particular, one dream (laughs) that when he grew up, 
and made it financially, make it big, right? <laughs> One of the first things he would do was that he would buy a tin of this carnation milk, make two holes on the top lid and pour the whole thing in a bowl of cereal and relish in it, <laughs> not having to ration Hmm, what a dream, right? <laughs> well, the one that I had and that I can recall having was in my secondary school days, um, middle school for some countries, you know, because I used to see some other kids get to travel out of the country for holidays and come back with very interesting stories, bringing pretty school stuff back. So I was like, I would love to travel more for sure when I get older. And I would definitely want to give my kids the opportunity to see different parts of the world. Good thing is I had actually traveled once to London with my mom. So I knew it was a really lovely experience and one that I would love to repeat. So here's where I want us to start today. What was your own childhood dream? I can almost bet that for many listening in today, you've not only met those dreams, you've surpassed them actually way much more than you believed you would. And here's another question I have for you. What dream do you have now that you're where you are? Or maybe I should say, what are your carnation dreams? And if you don't have any, why? Some of us have struggled to dream beyond some points in our lives because we've been told no so many times that we started believing them. It's either they came as, you're not qualified or you don't deserve this, that we started believing it and saying that to ourselves, that we're not even able to form a dream in our minds. But this is the way you should see it. This is one thing you can hold and have for yourself. This is one place you can be all you want to be, do all you want to do, and have all you want to have. If you're looking for a place like this, where all this is possible, then you should be dreaming. And if you will dream, then let it be a very big one. Please note that the kind of dreams that I'm talking about here today are those that you have with your eyes open, you know, birthed from the deepest parts of you with intentionality. Most times, they could even look like a joke to anyone who hears them because you see, they don't have the smell or an iota of replica to where you are now. They could actually even be termed as unattainable. Then you should know this, that the bigger your dream is, the more the gravitational force it has its pull power on you will be really strong. So yes, the size of your dream matters, though in reality, it is you pulling that dream to yourself as it becomes realistic because you begin to grow into and approach it. And because of the size of these dreams, they are usually long-term, they take time to become a reality as well. Some outlive lifetimes, some take years, but as you grow and permit its process, they become true. I'll dare say that sometimes this process and the pull of these dreams could be so strong that they keep you awake, you know, struggling to sleep sometimes. I remember I put up a post recently to where I was asking fellow creatives, how do you put yourself to sleep? Because I find myself on the bed sometimes knowing I need to sleep. And then a lot of things are just rushing through my brain that I'm supposed to be doing to set up this, contact this person, write this down, do this thing and all of that. And I'm wondering, how do you manage the power of those dreams sometimes? If we look again at the specific Canadian dream, you know, that my husband had, we'll realize that that dream could only have been driven by his circumstances and the exposure level or awareness level that he had at that time. The truth is our ability to dream really big is dependent on how exposed we are to what is possible or what we have seen for others. If a child, for example, never knew planes existed, you could probably never dream of being a pilot. If you've never flown before, 
and perhaps never appreciated the benefits of flying first class, you'd never dream of it, not to even mention desiring private jet trips. <laughs> that is why it is key to widen the horizon of what your physical eyes can see, because then you can dream beyond that. The people you surround yourself with, they do play a part in the skill of your dream as well. A popular lady who I follow on Instagram once shared a story of how some wealthy friend of hers at some point disclosed the budget that they had allocated for interior design of their holiday home. Of course, at that point, she was probably in shock, <laughs> wondering how in the world could someone actually give that much just to decorate a house. But then, years later, she connected the dots after she told her own family that she would rather engage an interior decorator to decorate her new home. You see, that exposure she had then with those wealthy friends of hers deposited a seed in her that bore its fruit when she had come to her own. Let me say here too for my single listeners, if marriage is one you would like to get into sometime in your life, then your dream for a great marriage must be influenced now by having close friends or mentors that also have a great marriage at this time. They will seed possibilities into your heart and into your vision capabilities, you know, and you will also grow into and approach that reality because you hold it in your heart. An old saying goes like this, if you hang around the barber's shop long enough, sooner or later, you're going to get a haircut. Denzel Washington actually quoted this in one of his speeches, but I would also add to it that it had better be one of the best barbers in town. Some other things could try to kill those dreams, you know, the kind of discouragement you face, past mistakes, bad relationships, even low self-esteem to make you want to settle for mediocrity. But you should know this, that dream can live. It's like a seed. Even under the heap of all these negative things, you need to let it breathe by believing it, by holding it firmly in your mind or in your heart. What I would encourage us to do then is to now come to a point where you articulate it. You know, don't just have it that it's in your mind somewhere. And there's no better way to do this than to take time to really ask yourself and think, what dreams do I really have? You know, thinking is a starting point, but the work comes in when you have to write it or state it down somewhere. This is like training your brain to your advantage. You know, this is something you hope to create and to create a thing or anything, you have to actually state it. It's like being the architect of your life where you get to express the blueprint in a format that you can understand easily and that you can review over and over when you have to. It's like letting your brain acknowledge this so that you will now become really sensitive to all you need to make this dream happen. And when these things come around you, you can easily pick them because your sensitivity level is now high. Please note as well that dreams evolve, they grow, they change, especially as you grow. And when this happens, just go back to that blueprint and restate it, rewrite it. Now, most who have had a list of dreams years ago will tell you quite a number have been ticked off. And as you pursue the dreams, don't stop because if anything, you will learn lots of things about yourself. You will do this pursuit with intentionality. Well, so much to say on this topic <laughs> and I'll be glad to walk with anyone through the process if they are ready and they are eager, right? So you can contact me through the website contact page and let's get these dreams in place. Dream big, then dream bigger, even if they are carnation dreams.
because you were born to win. It's a good point, you know, to end today's episode and remind you all that Discover You has now been set up on the website falafire.com. This is a resource that will help you discover yourself in a profound way where we get to use the Maxwell method of DISC personality indicator to make you aware of where you are really strong, of the things that drive you and of your communication style. Then you can position to have amazing relationships and accelerated results in your life. I look forward to as many as are set, you know, to step up (laughs) here this year for a targeted approach to how they would leave the year. Here's wishing you all an amazing February and a wonderful Valentine's Day in advance. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of The Polished Lens. I am Fola Fire, the Perception Shaper. God bless.